Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talks A Lot, boys. I'm your host. My name is Tyler, and as always, I'm joined by the boys. We've got Brennan. What's going on, folks? And we've got Kyle. Hello. It's the end of the year, fellas. And you know what that means. It's time to finally talk about our top albums of the year. A very difficult task for this particular year because 2022 was full of rippers, man. Like, I am astounded at the sheer quantity of quality albums that dropped this year. It was absolutely insane, and I only finished this list and finalized it minutes ago because there were so many albums that I was struggling to place. But I think I have a solid list now. Uh, did you have similar struggles, fellas, when you were compiling your lists? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I I actually just flipped my two and three uh, for the, probably the eighth time in the, in the last hour, <laughs> hour and a half. Nice. So yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a struggle. Okay. Same, same, but with my uh, my three and four, they flipped Mo- mere 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 minutes ago. Uh, they flipped, <laughs> and but my one and two have been pretty locked. My five has been a interchanging wheel of different bands that I'm like, damn, that was good. But yeah, no, yeah. So yeah. yes and no. It's been some changing, some not so changing. Yeah. Uh, as per usual, my list will be very predictable, and it will make a lot of people uh, sad because. I'm going to reiterate that this is my personal top five list. So there's going to be albums on here that I screamed from the mountaintops about how great they were in the review, and they're not going to be on this list. And there are going to be reviews on here for albums that I was like, it was Ite. And they're going to be on here because I just I just personally listened to them more than some of those other albums. Roast me in the comments. Feel free. I do not care. Um, and you guys can roast me right now in person. I do not care. We'll do but, it for uh, you guys in the comments. Yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah, it, for yeah. You. it will happen at least once. I know, so I'm excited. I- I'm ready to. I'm ready to fucking jump into it, boys. Woo! So for those at home who've never watched us do our top album uh, thing before, uh, we have we have five albums loaded up each. We each have a personal top five, and we're gonna go around the room one at a time. We're gonna start with our five, work our way up to our number one, um, and that's the way the news goes um kyle we're gonna start with you today oh boy what is your what is your number five album of 2022 so my number five starting it out uh wildly technical uh it's one that i all year since it came out was hoping would get on my list and at the end the last last couple days i went it fucking deserves it it's gonna be there uh it's totem by Seder. <laughs> nice um, very nice I fucking adore this album. Uh, it harkens back to the very beginning of the year for us in a way too, because that's when we saw Seder live when we didn't know who the hell they were. Yeah, um, that was technically they, the end of last year, but you know, what was it? The end of last year? Yeah, it was Brendan's I birthday, twenty twenty one. December. Yeah. Oh, it was. So like a year ago now, I guess, huh? Yeah. But yeah, I forgot that wasn't the beginning. It was the end of the year. But anyways, um, brings the year full circle because we didn't know who the hell Seder was. We saw them live. We went, damn, those guys are good. And we checked them out, and uh, then we reviewed their album, and it was fucking insane. Um, e- easily one of the highest levels of technicality and like music writing and composition that came out this year for me. One other one that'll be on my list a little bit later, but a completely different genre than that one. And uh, as far as like this genre goes, it's probably like the most like technical high level shit I've ever heard. And it also sounds really fucking good, and those things don't always connect. And I really, I, I really appreciate it. Um, they yeah, also dude. just seem like really cool guys, um, so that's cool. Um, as far as the actual album goes, I'd say like my big shouts, uh, Haven High and Above. I think that song is just fucking magic, just straight magic. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then um, as far as the other ones go, I definitely really like Bloom, Attrition, Vector. God, I like them all. But, like, Haven, definitely more above everybody else. Definitely check out. If you're going to check out one and you didn't listen to a review of it, definitely check out Haven. Uh, fucking, it's a work of art. So many cool, like, rhythmic changes, time signature shit. It's 
It's wild, man. I almost did like a, uh, I almost recorded a like like a video essay style breakdown of this album after we listened to it and reviewed it because oh, I felt like I wanted to say so much about it and like talk so much about like the technicality of it. I didn't end up doing it, but I still kind of want to. Um, it and it could have easily been a couple hours, like no joke. I, it was <laughs> so so cool. Uh, so massive props to them. Um, but that's that's my number five, baby. Totem. Woo. Fuck yeah, dude. That is a. <laughs> really fucking tasty album uh not on my list unfortunately uh it's fair because I, I i appreciate its technical glory but if i listen to the whole album in one sitting it gives me a panic attack because there's so much happening um but that's just me uh that's just <laughs> that's, me. that's fair brendan we're on to you uh, what is your number five album well, of the year not much is gonna change because my number five is also Totem by Seder. Nice, good oh, shit. Oh, you should have got someone else's <laughs> list. Let's go. I'm so happy. Uh, I mean, this this album is so technical and like so ridiculous, <laughs> like with just all the stuff that they pull off. Uh, that I I could not sit here and not put it on my list. I think this album accomplishes a lot. Uh. Like I said, it's technicality, you know, listen to songs like Attrition, Haven. Um, I think the titular track at the end of it is like this emotional yet technical like masterpiece to like conclude the album. Um, the reason why it's not really higher on my list is because like its technicality is kind of overwhelming sometimes. For sure. Uh, kind of makes it hard to do like, you know, prolonged listens of it. But, you know, if you look at if you look at the album like in a vacuum and you know break it up bit by bit like this is top notch you know technicality and songwriting and it's just it's it's almost like masterpiece level of you know album writing and who knows maybe down the road we look back and consider this a masterpiece but uh yeah my number five totem by Seder for sure solid Fuck yeah dude hell yeah <laughs> Now a wild shift. Uh, <laughs> this is wow. This is the one that's gonna make everyone upset. Um, until like today, this was not gonna be on my list, right? Um, it had all it had been in the running, but I was like, there's no way this is actually gonna make it in my top five because the sheer amount of good shit that came out this year. Um, and I listened to it again for like the hundredth time right before this, along with a bunch of other albums that were in contention, and I was like. I can't not put this in my top five. It just, it would feel wrong because of how much I subjectively enjoy listening to this and how much I've listened to it throughout the year. Um, it's Kings of the New Age by State Champs. So there it is. <laughs> give me the hate if you want. I do not care. Uh, I was, I it bumped out in stasis by monuments uh, minutes before this, this recording started. That was going to be my number five. I listened to both albums back to back and I was like, in Stasis is fucking immaculate, but Kings oh. of the New Age is like, it's a guilty pleasure for me. I like it. I've been jamming it all year long. I understand that Brennan hates it. I understand that Kyle <laughs> feels nothing about it. I don't care. <laughs> this is my brand, and I, I embrace it. I listen to what I like. It's a fun album. I had a great time with it this year, and uh, I'm sticking with it. That's my number five. I would feel wrong if I didn't do it. Hell yeah. Fair. And even I, my I, opinion of the different songs is different than our ranking because y'all know I wanted everybody but you to be much higher than it was. That's probably my favorite song off the album, if I'm being perfectly honest. Fair, fair enough. That's just personal taste, baby. It is what it it's is. Fair, it is I what think, it is. I do think, you know, I I can admit I've even come back to that album a couple times since we reviewed it myself. And just the fact that I throw it on shuffle while I'm just like doing something at work or something. And, you know, I, it's it's still a really fun one to just have on. Not really, you don't really have to focus on it. And it just gives you those good vibes, you know, those push me through the day energy vibes that I like. Um, yeah. I was going to just fully support you with you having this one on your list until you said it knocked out in stasis. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, was, but, it was one of the most difficult choices I've ever had to make, but it felt but, right. My, hey, whatever you gotta do, man. Yeah, I, it's not in this moment. Isn't on it my felt list, like so. the right decision. All right, uh, yeah. Whatever floats your goat, man. 
I mean, that's the thing. Like, like I said, I mean, you know, in the review, like I will, I will give it knocks where it deserves. And like in our reviews, I will objectively say other albums are a lot better. But when it comes to my personal top five of the year, it's all subjectivity, baby. And I love state yeah. champs. So oh, yeah. it's, oh, yeah. I have to include this. Hell yeah, um, but yeah, that's my number five. We're on to number fours and, uh, no controversy from me for the rest of the list. I promise. Uh, uh Kyle, we are, we are back to you. What is your number four? Speaking of no controversy, I feel as though this one is something we can all get along with saying that if it's not on all of our lists, it it, it was probably in contention for all of us. Um, it is Remember That You Will Die by Polyphia. Whoa. Uh, fucking love that album. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I originally I thought this song, this album might get a little higher than than where it landed for me. Um, it's still made on the list because it is still really fucking good. But uh, originally, when I had like heard the singles of it, especially leading right up to with all the hype, I was like, this could maybe like sneak up to like three or two for me. Um, but in all actuality, it ended up kind of landing like on post listens a little bit flatter than I had like gone in the hype with. Um, not to say that it was bad at all. Like I said, it's fantastic. But I definitely there are like a lot of their Polyphia albums. I like all of the songs a lot, and there's like slight variation. This one, there's like very much like a a verticality to how much I like the songs. Um, but even within that, I can still appreciate how many different things they tried on this album. And that's kind of something that will be uh, a prevailing thing with all the albums I have left and trying new things. Um, all of them I give that nod to. And this one arguably more than the other three that I'm going to talk about later because some of the, the genres they bend into is just so fucking cool. Uh, ABC was one of my most listened to songs last year now that i've gotten my little replay apple music thing uh and for good reason i fucking love it i love the poppiness of it it's such a cool fusion for for polyphia to pull off and then along with like everything else with the acoustics of like playing god and chimera uh the fucking like techno-iness of the audacity which is still one of my favorite songs probably of the year and the the brass and and in genesis and other songs it's just it's so fucking cool I still love the album a ton, even though it fell a little flat from my uh, my really high expectations. Um, but man, it's still it still fucking rips. Uh, but yeah, remember that you will die. Four. Hell yeah. Damn. All right. Brennan, are you gonna match Kyle again for your number four spot? Uh, no. It's that that album's on my list. It's a little higher. Okay. Uh, fair. Fair. But my number four is gonna be "Remade in Misery" by Memphis May Fire. Uh, Fuck yeah, dude. I was hoping that would crack someone's list. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, Because, granted, disclaimer here, all right? Like, this album has a couple stinkers on it. Let's be real. Um, You know, there's like a Wage War ripoff track. It has one track that I have yet to go back and listen to since reviewing the album. But, you know, for me, I'm hoping that this album sparks like a resurgence and like uh you know sets a precedent for bands that you know maybe like really struck it big in their early days and kind of like either sold out or like fell off and then like hey like we're way different than what we used to be and people don't fucking like that so why don't we veer back into a course of like you know writing music that you know our fan base has really enjoyed you know at the beginning and I think this is the best thing they've come out with in a solid eight years. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, Unconditional fell off from Challenger, which Challenger fell off from The Hollow. Um, but th- but this album, like, listening to it, I do get, like, that old school, like, Memphis May Fire, like, what got me into the band kind of vibe. And I think they did really well with it. I mean, a vast majority of the album is, like, solidly good music. And with some tracks even being, you know, great, spectacular, and, you know, personally in my top 10 of the year. But, you know, can't really put it any higher on the list. I think the three albums that are above it are just objectively better. I mean, even subjectively better in some tastes. But uh, I think it's a very solid record, and I'm glad to see Memphis May Fire slowly making their way back on the map. So, you know, Remade in Misery by Memphis May Fire, baby. Yeah, that was very much in contention for my list. Um, ultimately didn't end up putting it on, but I, I agree with everything you said. Like, I hope this sets a precedent for, like, they gave the people what they wanted again. 
continue to do that for the rest of time please like that album yes. made me so happy yes. because it's the old school Memphis Bay Fire vibes that we've wanted for so long um Hello. my number four is the same as Kyle's actually it's, it's uh it's remember that you will die by Polyphia so I mean we it, Kyle's pretty much said everything there is to, to be said about this but uh Polyphia is just a, a fucking phenomenal band. Every single song on that album, even though there are some, like Kyle said, I think there's like an order of quality to them um, in, in certain ways. There's definitely certain songs that I don't enjoy as much as some other ones, but I can't deny the fact that the album as a whole is just like absolute wizardry um, in the genre. I mean uncontested really with like the uniqueness and the just a crazy amount of depth going in while making it like really fucking listenable and, and groovy um it's like it's like satyr levels of like complicated but it doesn't like overwhelm me um i actually like i love jamming to it consistently um and just the fact that like i I had a lot of fun doing the reaction videos to all the singles they released this year too, so that, you know, held uh, uh, a lot of weight in the placement of this as well. Because uh, for as long as I live, I will always remember getting roasted alive on the internet for saying that the Japanese was Korean <laughs> and um, on ABC. <laughs> and uh, you know, just uh, special time in my life for sure. And I just I love this album, man. I'm gonna keep jamming it forever so yeah Heck yeah polyphia also my number four kyle we're back to you what is your number three album of the year so we're on to the part of the list now where i consider all three of these albums that i want to talk about uh being some of my favorites of all time albums um which is awesome that that's three this year because that's all that's a lot of great albums on here um to start it out start with a band that um I like so much I'm wearing their merch. It's Royal Coda, baby. Uh, nice. It's only a few at first is my number three. Um, previously, before this album came out, I liked Royal Coda. They weren't really one that I ever really like went out of my way to listen to. Compassion occasionally. But in my opinion, a lot of Royal Coda up until this point had a lot of semi-samey stuff. There were cool like technical things going on. But like when I listened to them, nothing really grabbed my, my ears and eyes. Except for things, you know, like Numbing Agent, fucking Becoming the Memory. Those two specifically were the ones that I would listen to most of the time. Um, into this album now that came out this year, it's only a few at first. Every single fucking song in this album I adore. Like, there, there is no, like, scaling of quality or anything like that. Each one of these songs brings so much to the fucking table. And that's, like, for me as a fan, just sharply shifted my fucking view of them. I was just, like, they went from a lot of samey shit to having things that are, like, slightly different as you go on to the album, but the level of quality is still super high. They try different things, like, with the slowed down stuff and, like, it found a different path that kind of channels the gold necklace vibes a bit. Um, the final track on the album, Where the Air Seemed to Cease, got some weird, like, change-up shit going on throughout that whole whole track that I just fucking... I kind of criticized a little bit back when we reviewed it objectively, but subjectively, I, since I just fucking adore it. Um, this album's just so good. It also was heightened for me personally by the fact that Tyler and I got to see a handful of these songs performed live uh, very recently. Um, and they were phenomenal live. Like I just as good as the recording, if not better, in my opinion, which I always heightens things for me as far as like the way that albums hold up in my mind. Um, but yeah, I just fucking adore this album top to bottom it after seeing them live, I almost considered pushing them up to number two. That's how close it got for me. Uh, but the number one and number two for me are pretty rock solid at this point. So, but we'll get there. Uh, but to get there, I have to lock this in, baby. It's only a few at first. Number three for me. Good nice. shit, Royal Coda. Hell love yeah. Your, love your marriage. Another <laughs> phenomenal album that I unfortunately could not make room for on my list, but I'm extremely happy that it made it onto yours because, <laughs> damn, what a fucking great album. Definitely their best work for sure. Um, Brennan, we're on to you. What is your number three album so, of the year? This is another situation where Kyle and I match up. It is Let's go. Hell yeah. to only a few at first by Royal Coda. Um, yeah, brother. This album, like the first couple times I listened to it, um, 
I thought it was like really good, really solid, um, especially for our review. Um, but like the last like month or so, you know, pitting all these albums like against each other plus others, um, you know, they're like honorable mention type albums. Like listening to like the instrumental depth of the album, listening to you know Kurt Travis's vocal performance throughout, like how how everything like works together. You know, even in songs like we didn't really rank too high, uh, like just the fact like how transitions happened, how, you know, the instrumentals and the vocals, like they said, seem to like bounce off each other and like work together, not necessarily like grading against one another. Like this album is full of tracks that are like legendary for like the Swan Corps scene and, you know, Royal Coda basically being a like a side hustle for a lot of these musicians that are in it. You know, to be a side hustle and yet have, you know, the energy and the spirit and the drive that, like, a lot of, you know, these artists' full-time projects, like, have, I think was absolutely spectacular. So, yeah, my number three is To Only a Few at First by Roll Coda. Fuck yeah. yeah man. Very well yeah. said. I, uh, again, d- didn't put it on my list, but it's, uh, it, it probably <laughs> deserved to be on it because it's... What a fucking quality album, man. Um, and especially after hearing him live. I mean, shit was awesome. But you know who else we heard live that night, Kyle? A band that you yourself said blew your socks clean out of the state. Um, is Rain City Drive. And their self-titled album is my number three. Hell yeah, um, I okay, fucking love Rain City Drive. They are easily, very quickly becoming one of my favorite bands of all time. Um... To Better Days is still one of my favorite albums ever created in the history of time. Um, That album just meant so fucking much to me. And this album, personally, I don't like it as much as that one, just because I don't have that emotional connection to, to some of the songs, right? But that does not take away from the amount of fucking quality in Rain City Drive's self title that they put out this year. Every single song is a bop there's so much to just take in from it like matt mcandrew has the voice of a fucking angel and he really just puts it all on display in this album the some of the like falsetto shit he does is like crazy there's just uh if you if you haven't watched our review of the album please go and do that because we we go fully in depth with it um but it's just they're, they're continuing on the right path. And I think um, from a quality perspective, too, like you can tell that they're they're growing and developing their sound um, between To Better Days and this album. Um, I would say objectively, it sounds better than To Better Days. Um, they're definitely growing as a band and um, loving the direction they're going. I can't wait for more stuff, but this fucking album will satiate me for the time being because it was incredible uh almost clocked in at my number two just because the sheer amount of times i've listened to this album but uh didn't quite make it but uh yeah rain city drive self-titled my number three fuck yeah i'm so glad it's on your list because i it was one of those ones that nearly made it onto mine especially after hearing them live it nearly snuck in there and I mean, now that I got my replay too, it was like my second most listened to album of the year as well. I didn't even realize it at the time. It didn't feel like it was, but I, I came back to that album a lot, man. It's so fucking good. I love what you said specifically about the uh, the way that it just seems like they're growing more into their own kind of thing now from To Better Days. Because I also think To Better Days is phenomenal. But this this track, there's just a level of like finesse that you, you really yeah. get from the band that is just so good. Definitely. So, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming I, I kind of figured I was going to be the only one who had it on my list, but yeah, it's all good. There's too many good albums this year, man. There's too many good, good albums. Ones. Yeah. Well, Kyle, we're on to number two. So lay it on us. What is what is your number two album of the year? So my number two album of the year. It's one that I gushed about very briefly during this month in music. And before I talk about it, because we didn't actually review it, I will say you mentioned something before about, you know, checking out our reviews of these albums. Everything we've talked about up to this point, we have done a review of in full 
if I'm not mistaken, at some point this yeah. year. Check them all out if you want to see us actually break them down, like, song by song, get really fucking in-depth. Uh, it's, like, our favorite thing to do on the channel. So definitely check all those out because that's, that's where you'll find you'll find the find the juicy details. Um, but this, uh, this next album I have to talk about, um, we did not talk about, mainly because it's not in a genre we really talk about very often. It's one that I've brought up many times about being one of my favorite bands, and that's uh, Snarky Puppy. They released an album called Empire Central this year. Uh, fucking destroyed me uh, personally because I, I literally, I mentioned it in the This Month of Music, uh, brought me to tears listening to it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Damn. Um, it is so good. And I mean, I guess the reason why it brought me to tears is way, way back. Um, the first album that I had heard by them was a, was an album called We Like It Here. It has one of my favorite songs of all time on it called Shofukan. Um, and that album, the the jazz band from Texas got together, uh, got like maybe like 50 people, sold tickets, like exclusive tickets to like 50 people to come in and like sit in the center of the band. And like they recorded the album, like the actual studio album with them there. And like the band was able to like use their energy, like feel off of it. And it, like the energy of that recording of that album, it, it just feels unlike anything I'd ever heard of before, especially at that point in my life. Um, since then, Snarky Puppy has won so many awards, gotten so much bigger, all sorts of shit. Um, and now this new album, again, they're recording it in that same style as we like it here, uh, where they introduce like 100, 150 people or something to come in. doesn't seem like much according to the music videos, but there's a, de- there's a decent amount of people in there. Um, and damn, they, they relocked in that energy that just gave me chills and the reason why I fell in love with the band in the first place again. Um, it is just, it is so awesome. And on top of that, because the band has come so far, a lot of these songs have these really cool different genre infusions in them. This album's like an hour and 40 minutes long with so many fucking tracks on it. Each track is like anywhere from like eight minutes, to like 15 minutes long, because these guys are just going fucking nuts in like all sorts of fucking genres, dude. Like they know how to infuse jazz into fucking everything on planet Earth and it, they nail it every time. Um, I still stand by my my statement that there are no skips on this album. Um, but there are definitely a handful that really stick out to me. I will list them off quickly. Um, I think RLs is a phenomenal track. It gives me very spooky vibes. Um, mean green is very, very good. Free fall is super good. Pineapple. I fucking love, um, Trinity. The final track in the album is so fucking good. Another one, single that came out this year that I fucking adored. Um, and Clyroy, that was the other one I wanted to mention really hard because, those ones in particular really, really gave me that energy that I love. But um, God, it just makes me happy to see that Snarky Puppy hasn't lost it. They can still write fucking phenomenal shit. I highly suggest if you want to try out new music going into the new year, uh, check these guys out. They're super, super cool. It might not be exactly what you're used to if you're an avid follower of the show, but I think it's super fucking cool. If you like technical shit like Seder, this is, this is going to be a fun time for you, a fun little jaunt. So my number two, yeah. Empire Central Snarky Puppy. Nice. That's that's one. I, I said this in the past because I know we've we've talked about this personally, um, but that that's one that like I actively like need to go out of my way to listen to. I just keep forgetting because I they're not a band that I follow, so I just kind of forget that they exist. That's but fair. from everything you've told me about it, and from what I've heard of Snarky Puppy in the past, like the few times you showed them to me, um, I will probably thoroughly enjoy that album just based on I I can only imagine the sheer fucking craziness that happens in there so i'm looking forward to checking that out on my own time but fuck yeah super awesome glad you had a good time with that brennan we're on to you what is your number two album of the year uh well i said this album would be a little higher up on my list and that of course is remember that you will die by polyphia uh i think now once again another massive disclaimer um and and pretty much every album in my list has this problem somewhat. There are a couple songs that I think kind of suck. And <laughs> that's just, like I said, seems to kind of be the, the trend with these albums. But literally everything else, in my opinion, is absolutely phenomenal. Like, uh, I know you guys might not like the Chino Marino song. I don't know what it is, but I fucking love it. Like... The fact that they did, like, you know, like, take a different path and, like, decided to make more of, like, a chuggy song with, like, an actual, like, chorus and, like, a vocal performance and shit, I thought was, like, revolutionary for Polyphia. And it actually, like, in my opinion, it sounded good. 
you know, because they've done like vocal things in the past, even vocal things on this album I think are like terrible. Uh, but <laughs> everything else, like I think Chimera is like the rap feature done right. Uh, ABC fucking slaps, like <laughs> you know, Sophie Black, her name is like just fucking rips on it. Uh, I, I, like literally every every track except those two, in my opinion, is like top notch. Now, do I think it's better than New Levels, New Devils? Probably not, but like compared to like everything else on this in this year except one album, I can't put anything above it except for one album. But to me, this is like if it wasn't for those two duds, this would be a masterpiece. But you know, it, yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, my number two. Remember that you will die by Polyphia. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm glad that made it onto all three of our lists. I would have been concerned right. if it if it hadn't. Um, Same. <laughs> fucking great album. My number two album. This is one that, you know, I wasn't exactly sure where it was gonna place. Um, it was definitely the front runner for a very long time until my number one came out. Till our number one came out. Um, and <laughs> I I remember when this album came out, I was so fucking excited for it, and it surpassed my ex- expectations. Really blew my socks off, but I thought, you know, there's so much good shit coming out this year. I doubt that it'll stay this high on my list, but through it all, through the entire year, this album I have been coming back to more so than any other album I've talked about, and um, that, of course, is Fear by Stan Atlantic. Good Lord, I fucking love this album. I mean, anybody who's watched our shit or listened to me talk ever knows that Stan Atlantic is my second favorite band of all time. Um, I just, I adore them. And I think that fear is like their career peak so far. Like, I think it fucking smokes every album that they've ever put out. And I love every album that they've ever put out. Um, and I've been a fan of them for a long time. And I really love the sound that they were able to capture for this album where, you know, on pink elephant, you know, they, they had some, some very like they ranged from like basic stuff to some more experimental stuff. And it was kind of all over the place. And I loved that album. And I loved that album for that express reason. Um, but fear, they managed to just find this new sound where it's like punk mixed with like trap. It's just like the ultimate, like fuck everybody energy. And uh, you know, that sound mixed with like the lyrics mixed with just like their stage presence, you know, if you've ever seen them live, which which I have. That was the first concert I went to this year. I, I saw them again for like the, the third time or whatever. And, you know, seeing them play like e- even like Molotov, a song that I don't even really like seeing them play that shit live is fucking insane. It's so much fun, dude. <laughs> like every yeah, yeah. song on this album, even some of the tracks that I don't come back to that often, they all just carry this this energy that you don't really get even from, you know, some other bands in the pop punk genre. I think they really just they found their sound, they honed in on it completely, and I really, truly think it's their best work so far. Um, I know that Kyle agrees with me, I know that Brendan doesn't, but cool. that is that is where I stand. I love this album, and I'm going to continue jamming it until they give me something even better, I'm sure, because they're just, they've been on a constant fucking journey up. Every single time they release new shit, it's better than the last time, and one of the many reasons I love this band. It's the reason I love this album. And that's why it is my number two album of the year. Fuck yeah. Retweet yeah. my guy, except for oh. the last part about number two. It's <laughs> 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 not obviously nice. a thing for me, but I agree with you a hundred percent in everything else you said. Holy shit, man. Hell yeah. Cool. Well, we're about, it's about time for our number one. But we have a little bit of time left, so uh, I I am going to allow you guys to kind of talk about your uh, some some of your picks that did not quite make it. Some honorable mentions, if you will. Um, I all of my honorable mentions are on your list, so I do not have anything else to say. In Stasis by Monuments was the only other one, and I briefly touched on that. Um, oh, yeah. Andy Sizzik's best work, in my opinion. Go check that out if you haven't. But I am sick, and I need to go blow my nose very urgently so i will i will let you guys begin discussing your uh your honorable mentions while i go and just release copious amounts of liquid from my face and i will return shortly hell yeah (laughs) fair enough yeah 
Well, I mean, continuing with our order, I guess I'll just throw mine out there. Um, I'm really glad Tyler mentioned both uh, Rain City Drive, Self-Title, and Fear by Stan Atlantic as his two and three, because they were the ones that were constantly at all, literally ever since the last of the three came out with uh, Totem by Seder, uh they were literally constantly revolving in as my number five all throughout the year. Um the only reason why Seder really knocked it out, in my opinion, is just because of like the technical prowess, much like you agreed with me, Brennan, is that it just was so fucking off the charts that I could not help myself from putting number five. But Rain City Drive self-title and San Atlantic uh fear is they're phenomenal. And I'm so glad they made it on a list because I love those uh, those albums a lot. Um, outside of that, one that didn't make it on any of our lists, which I, I'm sad about, but you know, it is what it is, is uh, Goblin Hours by Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I fu- the album is super, super fun. Super. Another, speaking of my like theme of trying shit, um, that one, yet again, he tries all sorts of cool shit, nails it. Uh, didn't quite make it into my list, but it is what it is. Uh, the two that I wanted to mention that we I knew we weren't really going to talk about um, are Dodie's EP that came out this year. I know it's not an album, but it, this is where it would kind of land as far as classification. Uh, her EP, Hot Mess, was fucking so good. I, I was not expecting, because uh, like, A, I just like Dodie in general and every time she releases music. Um, but this EP had like such a fucking energy to it and a fucking like story to tell. That was so fucking cool. If you're looking for something short to listen to, like, cause you don't got much time, definitely check out hot mess by Doty. Cause that EP is killer. And then one that, uh, I have just been jamming all year that really doesn't fit in our genre either is uh post Malone's 12 carat toothache. Um, I fucking adore that album with all of my being. Um, I didn't really think he was going to be able to get to the same levels as past albums, uh, just cause it's past albums have been so good. But this album has such emotion behind it, so much fucking passion packed into every second of that whole album that uh, I just, it was, it came across my mind when thinking about albums to put on this list. So I want to give him a shout for it. So, but that, those are all my honorable mentions. Uh, Brennan, nice. what, what you <laughs> got? What, what almost made it? Uh, Bill Murray almost made it. Um, it was in pretty tight contention with my five spot. Uh. I don't know. I mean, it's a solid album. I can't. I have absolutely nothing bad to say about it. I think it's solid. I just thought everything else on this list was just a tad bit better. Yeah. Um. Of course, a eulogy for those still here by Counterparts. I thought was pretty lit. Uh, Colored Decay by the Divorce Prada was a good album. Kind of, you know, bringing the old school and the new school of their sound, like kind of finally merging it for once. So that was pretty sick. Darko US, uh, Oni from them was pretty lit. Uh, couple other albums here and there. Like, obviously, like Rain City Drive came pretty close. Uh, probably if I did a top 10, it'd be probably like six or seven. You know, I think like that and Bill Murray would kind of be in a fight for those spots. Uh, other than that, I think this year. You know, well, I guess other honorable mentions: uh, Jason Richardson coming out with two, and uh, Jared Dines coming out with the gray. I think that probably round out my top ten. Um, but this year, I feel like a lot of albums came out, like a lot of good albums, but very few like great ones. You know, like I don't even think, you know, all of my top five I'd consider to be like great albums. Um. But these are just the ones that just stood out a little bit more to me. But I don't know. I, it was it was a very very good year for music. Not great, but very very good for sure. That's so, fair. At that's least fair. in yeah. at least in my opinion, I could be wrong. But that's fair. It is very rare that uh, I would say it's very rare that like any album comes out that doesn't have like any stinkers on it. So. From my perspective, I think that there were enough albums this year that I enjoyed the entirety of that it would be it would be a great year for me personally. But I can understand why you do not see it that way. But good is still better than not good. Oh, correct. <laughs> we've had some we've had some bad years. Oh yeah, yeah, we <laughs> had like not too long ago. So yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of an album with no bad tracks on it, an album with Nothing but quality. 
album that has changed the face of music forever. I think we all have the same number one album, fellas. I would be I'd be shocked if we don't. What? So uh, I was talking about. Yeah, Slipknot. <laughs> Let's uh, <laughs> let's discuss. <laughs> no, let's discuss. Was, rip the shirt off was, and Slipknot. Uh, yeah, album was extremely mid. I think I'm good. On that. <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, yeah, obviously all of our number one picks are, are Jackpot Juicer by Dance Gavin Dance. Holy fucking fuck! What a phenomenal record. Um, let's just take the next rest of this episode gushing about this album. Uh, Kyle, you're technically on to you, so I will let you uh, start the yeah. train of compliments for this Immaculate yeah. Record. I'll, I'll throw some shit in the pot and I'll pass it on. Uh, yeah, I mean, this album, speaking of albums that had high expectations going in, uh, this one met them and surpassed them, and I didn't even think that was fucking possible. Um, past EGD releases that we've covered... Afterburner uh, didn't have that same weight where like they they kind of met it but then it kind of fell off you know this one it hit it and arguably continued to go higher on post listen for me uh, or post release rather um, I this album is just fucking wild I remember seeing the length of it and going it it can't it can't win all everything like it's just there's too many songs right. there's no way that this album is gonna be able to just keep knocking out of the park but it did it. Uh, I fucking adore every single track. I think I, I it's it's crazy that it's no skips, but it's no skips. I've just hit shuffle on this an absurd amount of times that my uh my my Apple Music replay informed me of. Uh, just an absurd amount of times. Um, as far for me, just standouts to throw out there. Um, Swallowed by Eternity is one of my favorite songs by them of all time. At this point, I fucking adore that track. Um, it it gives me goosebumps every time and i've listened to it hundreds of times and that's impressive uh, <laughs> other ones for me i still hold ember in really high regards um i think that objectively it's probably like one of, like just a really phenomenally written track for the jeers i come back to all the time uh synergy and cream of the crop um die another day i still adore i know that was like kind of the theme of the episode is i was really pushing for it the whole time i love it um the ones, though, like, as far as, like, kind of, like, just kept pushing higher and higher, though, I would give that award to Long Nights in Jail. That track is so groovy, oh, yeah. so good, so tasty. I love it so much. Uh, but, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll pass it on to Brennan now. Brennan, what do you want to say great about that band that we all love? <laughs> so, I don't think... I, I really... I love this record. All right. Um, I don't think it's their best. However, uh, I think it's. I, I, I think it's easily top three for sure. A hundred percent. There's yeah, no contesting 100%, that. hundred uh, percent for sure. You know, I wouldn't say that like every single track is like spectacular, but I do respect every track. Like you can tell that even on stuff I don't look on, I don't look well on, like subjectively you can still tell that uh they tried their absolute best to make sure that all 18 of these tracks like that they had like as little filler as possible like each track seems really really well thought out each track you know seems like they put a lot of time into this album as a whole um you know some songs i think are like some of my favorites of all time from them um some songs are really good. Some songs are just good, but I, I can't look at this album and point anything and be like, this is bad. Uh, from top to bottom, this album is pretty, pretty spectacular. I do wish <laughs> this is the same thing as Afterburner, that the last two songs were flipped. Uh, 100%. But, yeah. yeah. But I mean, to go from my kind of disappointment <laughs> with Afterburner to you know a top three of their album at all time i'd probably rank it like literally two or three uh to me is just an absolutely spectacular turnaround and i'm hoping that you know obviously the tillion situation some murky water but i'm hoping that they continue this like newly found upward trajectory for me so because jackpot juicer you know i think hands down just the best album of this year you know i can't yeah. i can't put anything above it yeah and for, for me personally, I'll go as far as to say Jackpot Juicer is 
my favorite album of all time, um, hey. which was originally <laughs> held by Instant Grat, but this album is so good that it beat down nostalgia, and that is a fucking difficult task to do in any situation for any single person. Um, yeah. if, if an album is good enough, if anything is good enough to overcome something that you hold dear with just, like, the vice grip <laughs> of nostalgia, that is some fucking power. Like, you know that's some quality shit, and that is the case for me. Um, it blows my fucking mind, like Kyle said. This album is 18 songs long, and there's no skips. And I was like, there's got to be at least, like, five bad songs on this if it's 18 songs long. Like, there's got to be some filler. There's got to be some shit that just doesn't sound good. And it wasn't the case, and that still impresses me an insane amount to this very day. I will never be able to comprehend how this band, who already made a million incredible albums and a few okay albums, was able to craft something that topped everything they've ever done and was double the length of a normal album. Shit makes no sense. It should be statistically impossible. It has broken my brain and will forever, like, this is the new, like, the, the new bar has been set for, like, what a peak album can be. And, like, the bar is now at the top of, like, the highest point uh, on Earth. It's, like, at the top of a fucking mountain or tall building. It's very high. And <laughs> I think it's going to be very difficult for DGD or any other band to make an album that reaches that level. Um, and I've I talked very highly about every album on my list and the albums on everyone else's list and all of those albums that didn't quite make it. But... The, for me personally, the gap between every other album this year and this is like monstrous. Like nothing came even remotely fucking close to how good Jackpot Juicer is. And it came out on my fucking birthday. What are the odds, right? That like my <laughs> favorite crazy. album of all time from my favorite band ever would come out on my goddamn birthday. Sometimes I believe in magic. This is one of those times. It's just it's too perfect of a scenario. It really is. I still yeah. can't believe that. I remember whenever we first like heard the release date and you were like, There's no fucking way. And I was like, <laughs> Wow. Well, I was really worried it was gonna be a fucking stinker. And you were just gonna be like, My birthday has been tarnished. <laughs> you were just gonna, like, no. But best birthday I, I've had in years. And you know what I did on that day? I didn't see anybody. I didn't do anything. I just sat and listened to the album at work. And it was the best birthday I've had in years because the album was just that good. Hell yeah, man. That means my life is both very sad and that album is immaculate for that to be the case. <laughs> Take your pick on which one that is. But yeah, Jackpot <laughs> Juicer, man. Fucking spectacular album. Hell yeah. Perfect Hell yeah. way to, to round out this year of top quality music um but yeah we're done i guess that's it we've rounded up our, our top five albums of the year really glad i finally know what your lists are i've been hotly anticipating this for quite some time so i'm glad that we finally have that all out on the table hell yeah surprisingly brennan and i's are like almost identical <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're pretty close in a in a year in, uh, in, in a podcast where people seem to like Brennan and I's like divergent uh, views on things, our, our <laughs> lists yeah. were almost identical outside of one band and one placement of a different band. That was yeah. that's actually kind of wild. That is <laughs> crazy that it was that close. God damn! Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting yeah. Brennan to just have like a bunch of like deathcore stuff that we like never Same. touched on the channel, and I was yeah. just gonna be uh. like, okay. <laughs> The, like it, and I have the same issues with pop punk. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised there weren't that many good like metalcore albums that came out, but that's a whole other topic. But you know the thing with like deathcore and like pop punk and like genres that are so specific is like there's very little like originality in them. <laughs> so because I did think about like maybe mentioning like Lorna Shore, but I, like. Except for like breakdowns and like cool vocal parts, the album's kind of boring. 
And that's <laughs> that's like, you know, the pinnacle of deathcore right now. Yeah. But, you know, okay. I mean, whatever. Here's <laughs> the next year, I guess, with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping a lot more like metalcore, like you know, like maybe like Polaris or after the burial or like Veil of Maya, like all those bands Ooh. just start fucking flooding the market with albums. Like can't wait for yeah. Veil Maya album. I maybe. really hope Veil of Maya puts out an album next year. I I wanted that yeah. this year and it didn't happen, but same. I'm kind of glad they didn't put it out this year because there was just so much that came out this year. Like yep. I was ready. Like there was a point where I was like, everyone needs to just fucking stop. Like I can't I can't make a list at this point with the sheer <laughs> amount of things coming out that I enjoy. Um. But I hope it comes out next year. And, uh, yeah. What a good fucking year, guys. What a, what a great fucking okay. year. For music, for the for the channel, for Absolutely. our friendships. It's just quality year, quality time. Uh, guys, if you like this video, please uh, do us a favor and go ahead and, and like it because that really does help out just an absolute ton. Um, and please subscribe to the Talks A Lot Boys if you haven't already. Um, and if you have, thank you so much, because that means, uh, a whole stinking lot to us. Um, we, we got way more, way more subscribers this year than we thought we were going to. Our stretch goal was 300 subs. Uh, we passed that by, um, we, we started the year with 150. We ended up going 150 over our sub goal. So we got double the amount that we wanted to this year, which is... Uh, stupid, crazy, ridiculous. Um, so thank you so much to everybody who has been supporting us this year. Really fucking awesome and makes me very happy. Um, if, you, uh, if, you, if you feel like it, go ahead, comment below what your top five albums of the year were. Uh, we would love to hear it. Hopefully you got some some good stuff in there that maybe we, we didn't include or haven't heard of that we can go check out. It'd be really fucking awesome. Excited to hear all of your opinions and thoughts but uh yeah that's gonna do it for us for this year so we have been the talk slot boys and we will talk a whole lot more next time see you later